0: Revived Thoughts is a production of Revive Studios.
1: This is Troy Angel, and you are listening to Revive Thoughts.
2: are you doing today did you have a good christmas
1: we had a great christmas we enjoyed ourselves for the most part it was very different went to a beach and it was sunny and one of elise's christmas gifts was to ride a jet ski and we also <laughs> did we did not say this but we have cool. elise in the studio with us right now doing this episode yes. of revive thoughts as well uh and she this this episode will be on martyrs and missionaries her podcast and we will be t- covering the top five uh for those of you who don't know, if you've never been a part of this, we go through the top episodes of 2021, the ones that we think are your best. Yeah. Not
2: necessarily the most listened to, not necessarily the most listened to, yeah. but kind of like our favorites. What are what are our favorite episodes of the past year? Yeah.
1: And for least we decided we wanted to include Martyrs and Missionaries in that top five list as well. And so if you're listening to either one of our shows and you're wondering, where do I begin? Where's a good place to start? This uh, this can maybe be a list of episodes to help you get started. But Joel, I'm throwing it back to you. How was your Christmas?
2: My Christmas was great. Was great. Both of uh, my wife's and my parents are in in the area, and so we get we get two Christmases where we go to to one uh, house uh, on one day, and then uh, in-laws on the other. Um, and so we have a little uh, year and a half year old son, little boy now, and so this was his first like Christmas that he could actually experience. Uh, the excitement of, of being given gifts. Uh, and so he had a blast, and it was a, it was a pretty good Christmas overall. Uh, pretty nice. And yeah, listener, if you are listening to, uh, you know, I'm Joel, I'm, I'm, I'm on Revive Thoughts, so I'm assuming you already know everything about Revive Thoughts, but you may not. You might be listening to this on the Martyr and Missionary uh, feed. Either or, if you guys don't know, there is another show called Martyrs and Missionary. If you're not listening to it, uh, you should definitely subscribe. Elise hosts that, and she does a great job. Unlike Troy and I, she actually has a, a beautiful radio voice that sounds, <laughs> that sounds really good. Um, and if you're on the Martyr and Missionary feed, Troy and I do a show called Revive Thoughts where we talk about old sermons, and then we listen to uh, a recreation of that sermon read by uh, volunteers from the community so it's a pretty neat feed, and we also have uh, another show called Revived Devos, which is hosted by our friend Nathaniel, who's not on this uh, not on this episode. But um, every day he reads a little short, two minute devotional from uh, people from church history. Just a little just a little encouragement to get your day going, give you something to think about uh, for that day. So we got Revived Thoughts, we got Martyrs and Missionaries, and we have Revived Devos. All shows you can search for in your feed, uh, and. Uh, are brought to you uh, by the Revive Studios.
1: Yeah, and Revive Devos, uh, we definitely want to encourage you to subscribe to that one. We have people who have been following our shows, who like martyrs and missionaries, who follow Revive Thoughts, who still don't know about Revive Devos, which is a daily devotional. And it's brought to you by teachers from the past that are wonderful. So it feel, it fills a need, I think. People often look for like a little devotional they can enjoy, but you never know what you're gonna get listening to stuff today or looking up books today. This hmm. is trustworthy content from people you can kind of help rely on that we think will encourage you in your walk with uh, God. But honestly, this episode too is not just going through the top episodes for each podcast. It's also an episode where it's also an episode where we can uh, kind of highlight how this year has gone for us. And honestly, this has been a really, really good year for Revive Studios. We I I did not realize just how good this year was going for us until I was kind of looking at the downloads across the entire studio from Martyrs and Missionaries, Devos, and Revive Thoughts together. And that was when I was really blown away. We we've been doing um, just a really an amazing year. God has really blessed us. We, we've we gone up, I want to say, uh, well over 200,000 downloads across the studio, which if you're not much of a podcaster, you don't know, that's okay. But it, for us, this was double what we did yeah, in it was 2020. And 2020 was a really good year for us as well. So this feels like really significant growth. And we've also added successfully, I would say, Elise's show, Martyrs and Missionaries, which has just been i I think filling a need and a lot of people have been really enjoying that and at least we have been very happy that you've been helping us with that
3: yeah no it's a lot of fun i really enjoyed it and it actually seems both longer and shorter than just being on for a whole up for a year so it's been really exciting
1: (laughs) there you go so we have a lot of shows and we here at the revive studios we're also working on more so we're i'm very excited for 2022 and some of the things that we have been cooking up that Took a little while. Um, if this is, you know, if we're using the metaphor, you know, we we laid the, the chicken eggs a while ago, waiting for them to hatch. That's like the weirdest metaphor ever. <laughs> anyway, but there's some really fun stuff, some really cool stuff that's coming in the year 2022. Um, I'm finally getting really into another Revive Thought. Deep dive, Revive Devos is back in full blast for those who got kind of put on pause for a while when Elise and I were moving to Cambodia. So a lot of things are going very well. And we have a merch store which we promised ages ago and now is officially up. I've been collecting photos from people who have been like in merch gear and stuff and we're gonna be posting that up soon. But they look really good and I wear our Revive Thoughts shirts a lot just because it's a, it's a cozy soft shirt, not because I'm that guy, um, but also it is a cozy <laughs> soft shirt so I put it on a lot. Uh, so if you have not ordered one, I've not gotten one. Um, you should definitely do so. But this has been a great year. We've had a lot of fun, uh, and yeah, I, 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 and you guys, as a like you who are listening right now, you have sent us so much feedback, so many emails mm-hmm. and comments and messages. I it, very encouraging. I feel like, not a week goes by where we don't at least hear from somebody telling us, "Wow, that was really what I needed to hear." And sometimes it's many more than just one person, and so it's been really encouraging to just see how many people are being affected by. Uh, different stories from the past and different sermons from the past. But without any further ado, I vote we go ahead and get started and get cracking. And we'll go one at a time. Each of us give our top five. Now, Joel and I have not crossed over our Mm -hmm. lists. And I feel like every year we have one episode where we both agree it is our favorite Mm -hmm. or it is the one that we think needs to be on this top five list. But other than that, for the most part, Joel and I do not cross over usually yeah. at all. Like, we might, we might have to be some, your some
2: crossovers here because we have not compared lists uh, previously. We have not at all.
1: So it says top 10, but it could end up being, it could literally be top 7 or something if we cross yeah. over too many times. But that, but I, man, picking a favorite Revive Thought episode for me is excruciatingly hard because there are so just so many good ones, so many episodes I love that. It's like, it, it, is, it is genuinely um, it, nearly impossible for me to do so. So yeah, but go ahead, Joel. Go ahead and hit us with your fifth, you know, your your, your number five for the top five list. What what do you think it is?
2: And this is this is a tough uh, year to do this because I feel like we had a we had a a really good year. Like just uh, just from my point of view, as far as like interesting sermons and like really really fascinating sermons. I feel like there was a a good. uh, It's been a it's been a longer year. I was looking back through our list and I'm like, wow, we aired this one this year and this one this year. Um, they all came in pretty good But I'd probably go I'm going to put Livingston on there The The, the sermon called Boom. Who will carry on the work By David Livingston It uh, published on June 17th of 2021 uh, I like it, It's the second one we've done on Livingston With Livingston uh, And I really uh, I really enjoy his he's he's very blunt he's he's very like straight uh, down-to-earth I'm gonna I'm gonna get the information out there you guys hear it like it is Um, and it's also fascinating because there's not a lot by him out there that you know I think we call him like a spiritual speech because um, or kind of like pep talks or not even like it's not it's not a formal sermon that was preached at a church Um, and so definitely I think one worth checking out what do you think Troy
1: Definitely in there. I didn't put it on my top five. That was partially because I wondered if you were going to put it on your top five, mm-hmm. so I didn't want to overly cross over. Um, it's an extremely good episode, and I love David say We technically have done. Both of his official speeches, which were kind of given back-to-back. And last year, I put David Livingston as my number one, so that was also another reason I didn't want to put him in my top five, just because I already used him last year. But I really love David and Elise was actually the one who we crossed over. That was an episode we crossed over with Martyrs and Missionaries, so she helped give the backstory on him, too. He's truly an incredible, incredible human being. So if you've not listened to that episode and listened to his backstory, make sure you do. But for me, my episode is a little bit different I want to make sure I'm getting the sermon. Okay, so number five, and I don't know I don't know if this was— I, I did really, really, really enjoy the sermon, so I don't want to down downcast the sermon, but I also super loved his uh, story itself, um, Savonarala and the Bonfire of Vanities. I loved Savonarala. his story of trying to stand up to the Catholic Church and all the things that he got involved in. And then his sermon itself, I, I've used— like a, there's a certain section of his sermon where he talks about how the world recognizes their own and Christ stands out. And if the world isn't having a problem with you, it's because it recognizes you as one of your own. I have used that example so many times, I feel like in the last year where I'm like, well, that's probably because the world recognizes that one as their own or something like that. So it definitely, that part stood with me and it stood with me the entire year. So I think that one's a number five for me.
2: Yeah, that was a good one. Savonarola is a weird dude and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is it my turn? Yes. Oh, yes. Elise, you're
3: up. Oh, here I go. Here I go. Okay, so I didn't originally put mine in any kind of like, you know, like highest to lowest, or I guess mm. lowest to highest. Um, in no but particular I will. order. Yeah, 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 but I will now because I feel like there's some pressure. Uh, but I also feel kind of weird because I'm like, you know, they're missionary stories and I'm like, you just didn't, you're, you're, you're citing <laughs> as so and so. Okay, so the first one for me for number five is Annie Taylor. And she was a missionary to Tibet, kind of, sort of. Um, in the early 1800s and her story is just really really cool like when you read her book um, she's much more of a like a I don't even know if it's like a botanist she's kind of into like the weird details of her story so you kind of kind of weed through like the different kinds of plants in order to get to like I don't know being chased by wolves or whatnot Um, but she has a really cool story and it kind of one of those stories where she's a really bristly human being and not all the people could get along with her, but that same tenacity is what kind of helped her to even think about or even attempt to go to Tibet, which, I mean, it was it was closed off back then, you know, much like it is today. Um, so yeah, it's really cool.
2: Wonderful, you said Annie Taylor, right?
3: Annie Taylor, yep, uh, the Lhasa, it's called Lhasa for the Lord.
2: No, no relation to Hudson Taylor, episode. right?
3: No, actually, surprisingly, they're both from there, Britain. There's
2: Taylors Britain. out in the world.
1: Yeah. No, that's a great episode. I remember when I listened to, because I listened to all of Elisa's episodes before she puts them out, and I actually listened to mo- almost all of her five thoughts except when we don't have time. So I listened to all of them, and Annie Taylor getting nearly assassinated, like, multiple times. It was crazy. That That is an intense story. All of Elisa's show stories, to be fair, are crazy. But I just remember going, like, I would have definitely given up a little bit earlier than her all right joel swinging it back to you number four in your list what do you got
2: yeah speaking of uh taylor i'm putting hudson taylor on there a sermon <laughs> titled abiding in christ which aired july 1st uh you, you gotta love taylor man that faith missions he's a uh, he's so hardcore and i feel like he always knows like just the right thing to say to get you hyped up about uh taking your faith seriously and, and getting off of the couch and uh he's pretty encouraging, uh, Pretty encouraging guy all around. Yeah, I love
1: Hudson Taylor. He's definitely a hero of the faith for me. And his sermons, I'm really sad because, and I don't want to say we'll never have Hudson Taylor on again, But as far as we've had three different sermons of his on revived Thoughts, we've had Compassion on the Multitude, we had the Abiding in Christ, and we had his very first one with us. Man, I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh, Source of Power. All three of them are wonderful. The gentleman who does the Hudson Taylors for us, uh, Dr. Dodds, he was a professor of ours at Calvary. He's wonderful. He does a great job uh, with them. But at the same time, I so scoured Hudson Taylor's writings that it will be difficult Mm -hmm. to find another episode of his for us to do i'm hoping to you know pray if you're out there listening pray we find another but yeah it's gonna be tough because you know hudson taylor spent most of his time on the front lines doing missions work people weren't writing down his things. so the next time you listen to or hear about hudson taylor it might have to be on elise's show because we might not be able to do him again on revive thoughts just because of how uh how few of his writings and speeches exist crazier things have happened though
2: we've we've yeah, we have uncovered have. some pretty cool sermons that we are almost certain that no one else has heard for like oh hundreds of years
1: for sure no that is one of the fun things about revive thoughts if you're listening to our show and maybe you're kind of a casual listener and you think all of these speeches and things are well known absolutely not some of these things we truly have unearthed and brought to light i i can i can actually even point there are episodes where i don't think anyone can ever even find that sermon again Uh, because the library, like, took the book down or something like that. So, like, we have truly a very special list of servants. God sometimes, I think, just brings them to us in really unique ways. Uh, Those David Livingston ones, I mean, there are just so many where, like, these things are hard and difficult to get to, and we pull them back out. It's a lot of fun to do it. It can be a real pain because I have to edit a lot of these things, but it's definitely uh worth doing and yeah a lot of a lot of times when you hear something on our show it is truly being like brought back to life from an old manuscript or a book somewhere that no one has touched in eons so it is really it is really something cool to be a part of all right number four for me moving forward oh can you hear that weird sound that we keep hearing
2: not on my end what is it
1: I have no idea. It's like someone moving furniture. You hear that? Yeah, but there's nobody.
2: Upstairs. Like in your building, we've never
1: heard this, but yeah, there is no upstairs to our house. But it sounds like somebody moving a chair, like over the floor above us. So I don't know if a snake is up there or what. But anyway, well, all right, that's I'll jump terrifying. back in. I got, I got one. It <laughs> is, especially because our students told us the story of like one time the roof had a lot of rain and like a hole formed, like like a lot like the, the the roof got weak and a snake fell through in the middle of class and fell like on the ground in front of Bro, all the students.
2: You, you are making me wig out, man. Like that is. Uh, literally, I've had nightmares like that.
1: Yeah. Well, the other night, our nightmare came true. Where it was yeah. like 2 a.m. and as we were getting in bed, we turn the lights off, and there was a giant spider in the corner of a room. It was huge, and we had to kill it. And I had to throw a shoe at it to knock it. It was a whole fight. This, oh my gosh, it was awful. And it There's was my something nightmare.
4: personal
3: too, because it was like above my side of the bed. And yeah. Uh-huh. When I
1: killed it, it fell on her bed, her side uh- of the bed. And I had to scoop it out. It was a- uh- the worst. It was I the changed
3: worst. the sheets and everything. It was
1: just. A- right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Here we go. I say we we'll leave it all uh, Yeah. <laughs> all right. Number four, Cotton Mather. Ooh, what Mather. can I do to be saved? That one was great. I love his story. I love his passion. I love his just, you've got to know Jesus or you're, you know, you're going to go to hell. That's, those are the two places. It's heaven or hell. And so many of you are not asking the most important question of your life, which is what can I do to be saved? His passion, his zeal, and his story. I think Cotton Mather does not get enough credit for He's being a more controversial genuinely one
2: trying. you know in that
4: in that was, puritan yeah.
2: area
1: and we did an episode on our deep dives where we talked about mm-hmm. the Salem witch trials and cotton made so we did not uh gloss over who he was but i still loved his passion i loved his sermon you could really see that he cared about the people he was speaking to a lot so definitely a good episode for people to check out if they haven't number four from
3: Alright, number four for me is called Martyred Beside the Rhône, and that is, if you're thinking I said that wrong and it's the Rhine, it's not. I almost, I almost messed that up myself, but apparently there's another river in France. Uh, anyway, these are martyrs in Rome during the late 200s, and this was actually, it comes from a letter that was written to this historian guy named, uh, I think, Eusebius. I think is how his name is pronounced. And so they were telling him, like, hey, this is what happened. Uh, you know, the the emperor came along, and, you know, all these these different uh, Christians were martyred in horrific ways um, at the Colosseum. And then it talks about basically, like, walks through how their faith was tested, the various ways that they died, and um, kind of the effect on the church as a whole. So it's, uh, it's a really, I, I would say it's kind of a, I mean, it's a sadder episode because it's martyrs, but it's actually really cool too because you can see the effect that, like, um, people who don't, who recant, kind of the the effect that has not only on them but on the people, you know, around them, and then, you know, do they, do they not, do they, do they go back and do they, like, you know, try again kind of thing uh, that you'll have to watch to find out, so, or watch, you have to listen to find out, so...
1: I'm going to do something to kind of take a little break here. We've gone through some episodes, but we asked you to write in and tell us some of your favorites. And Phil on Twitter, and I did, we just kind of hand-selected some here. We didn't go through all. I mean, we did read through all of them, but we're not going to read all of them to you. But Phil on Twitter, he said, Okay, Revive Thoughts, I believe my favorite episodes from this last year are as follows. And they said, All in any of the revived conversations, particularly last mm-hmm. week's, Which was very nice. I think the one that we had done at that time last week's was Troy and Joel talk St. Nicholas, Mm. where we talked about St. Nicholas. That was a lot of fun. St. Nick. Uh, But we appreciate that. Honestly, the revived conversations were really uh, well received. I didn't know how people were going to feel about them. They were an idea I'd had for a long time, but I I just didn't know like, does anybody actually want to hear our opinions and our thoughts on this stuff, or are you here for only the sermons? And we found out that you do. You enjoy hearing our thoughts on church history too, which was really nice. Uh, and then he said his other two favorites were... Uh, and the reason I wanted to read this is I'm curious if this if, if this will go into your list at all, Joel. But he mm. said his other favorite was John Newton from February and D.L. Mm-hmm. Moody from July.
2: Okay. N- 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 Newton, what, I I had not considered. I mean, I- I'll love me some Newton. Um, Moody is always a contender for my list just because I like Moody. I I wasn't actually going to put him on this list, but I could give him an oh! honorary position. Uh, <laughs> I do like I do like our Moody though, uh, in general. But no, neither one of those officially on. The okay, list. I thought the Moody might have been on your list.
1: That was why I saved it for it a little later. I was it? like, I feel like usually Moody makes it to every year up until now. You've had Moody on there, so I was like, I and it would have if we didn't there.
2: have so many other good ones too. Like it's it's, it, it's, it's hard to narrow them down now
1: actually and in the past we had done like a top 10 so it's really hard when you're doing just top five you're like okay wait i gotta really i mean this is basically the top 10 percent. this is not the easiest thing to do Mm -hmm. Uh, on over here elisa smiling at me like okay you nerd (laughs) um anyway so let's see then joel what is your number three
2: yeah going down to three. this is probably maybe a tie i don't know i really liked i really liked ra tory just because tory was new for me uh, he did a sermon that we aired on May twentieth, called "One of the Saddest Things a Christian Ever Said." Uh, but I also really liked our Machen we did this year, Jay Gresham, Gresh- oh, man, Gresham so Machen, good. "The Resurrection of Jesus Christ," uh, aired June tenth. Um, both those are really good. I, I, uh, Tori, you know, I knew the name on the radar, but I this was my first time actually getting into who he was and and what he was about. And uh for those of you who don't know, over on Revive Devos we have a weekly devotion. Tori's in rotation right now, so you can hear two yeah. minutes of Tori uh every week if you'd like. Um but yeah Tori and why
1: I had I was like you, I had never heard of r.a Tori and after this sermon I picked up a book of his and I read yeah, it. Yeah me uh, too actually.
2: I actually, I actually have a, a book rest. on my desk right now. Art from a. What a. Tori. book are you reading? Okay, I have it here. Uh, so this is this is a little uh, it's a little pocketable book, and it's called the Vest Pocket Companion for Christian Workers. And it's essentially just kind of like a like a triage uh, a theology you know like uh, triage thing that you're supposed to kind of like keep with you like for like you know it's it's the type of thing like an old pastor would would have with him that uh, could address theological topics that come up and he could he could flip through and and read some commentary from tori on it and it was it was actually a christmas present and i was like awesome i need some more Tory in my life
1: oh and you mentioned jay gresham Machen as a tie there i mm. want to say that the sermon is fantastic but the backstory on that one was so fun to do learning mm. about jay gresham Machen in world war one and i've had so many people write in and say i did not realize what he went through in his personal life story so his story from world war one is almost completely unknown but it really does change your perspective on jay gresham Machin. though both of your episodes you mentioned were contenders for my top five list and a part of me hurt to not put them on um but i was trying to stick to episodes that i thought maybe wouldn't necessarily be on your top five either so for number three for me was actually robert murray mcchain another lily gathered which was a really sad story yeah of the young boy who died and robert murray mcshane gave his funeral it is a depressing sermon you a little bit sad but it is also such a good sermon the way he talks about his life the way that young man lived for jesus christ absolutely phenomenal if you have not listened to that sermon if you do not not if you do not know robert murray mcshane's backstory both of those things are well worth it you definitely got to go check them out
3: okay so for these next three and they're really just kind of a roll of the dice i'm not going to say that. Mm they're just really close. All right. So John G. Payton is my number three, and he actually has three episodes. So the very first one is called, So Far as it Shall Be for Your Good and His, oh gosh, and His Glory. That's what it's called. And then there's number two, which is called With Christ and Cannibals. And then number three, is Rain From Below. And John G. Payton is one of those guys that he legitimately lived like 10 lives. Uh, and his autobiography goes on for years. And I mean, it literally goes on for years, but obviously like, I mean, it's just, it's so long. <laughs> There's just so much that happens. Um, and it's, it's just really super, super incredible. Um, I mean, I don't even know, I've never, I've never had the desire to go to a cannibal island. Um, I, don't, I don't know how many of those are left. But after seeing multiple people be cannibalized, he chose to go all the same. Um, and it's it's just really, really, really cool. So I highly, highly recommend that one.
1: This next one is for number two. But two. before we do that, I was going to read an email we got. So reading another listener submission here. Uh, we got an email from uh, a speaker of ours, actually. He does speaking for us. He's got an episode that will be coming out soon. But he said his favorite episodes uh, – Number one was the Bonhoeffer one. He said he didn't listen to it when it came out, but he listened to it when we put it out around the Christmas time. And that is now his number one favorite episode. He really loved that one. His number two would be Hudson Taylor's Abiding in Christ, the mm-hmm. one you had mentioned. Very good episode. And his number three, I'm curious what which one you think this is. Because he said your number three would be our discussion, the one you and I had, Joel, on how godly men of the past got so much done. And he said, I'm still stinging from that confrontation on my laziness. Um, And I'm really curious, and he said some other things, he's wonderful, we we really appreciate him speaking for us, and all of our speakers, we haven't mentioned them yet, but one of the hardest parts about picking out the top 50 episodes is, for a year, is that we've had 50 different people come on and speak sermons for us, and we've had a few people do more than one, and those are actually the real champions that can do a couple different ones a year, but... We are so blessed by people who come in and speak them, and uh, who have jumped in. We've had a lot of new volunteers coming on. It's been hard for me to get them all onboarded, but it's been awesome getting all these sermons out to fresh voices. And people who've been doing it for a while are also amazing. But yeah, we're really grateful for them. But I was curious, Joel. Do you know which episode is the episode where we went after people's laziness? Because we didn't have an episode title like "Lazy Men of the Like right. Not Lazy Men of the Past" or something.
2: Yeah, and I'm. I mean, I I definitely recall talking about that with you like we've had that conversation on the on the show i've probably more than once yeah i'm curious maybe it was in that uh that one where we just talked about flawed men uh in the church that's the one i thought so i thought it was yeah. the
1: flawed men of the past but the creative one i thought the creativity one we also talked about all the different creative mm. aspects they were doing so i thought it's possible it could have been that one as well but i do agree with you that was the one i wanted i thought it was as well It's the flawed men of the past which just talking about how these men were flawed and uh but but also how much they were able to do in their lifetime so thank you chips we appreciate that and again we appreciate you and all of the speakers that we've had this year speaking you guys have been really good actually really high quality sermons have come in this year it's been very good joel what's your number two your second best your runner-up of the year
2: so i i also really enjoyed the revived conversations um and so i'm gonna I'm gonna put it. see we we say like we're gonna limit ourselves to five, but then I just put a bunch of ties in there. It's my way of cheating the system where I can put multiple ones <laughs> in actually, there.
1: Okay, I have a three-way tie for number two, so I'm cheating too. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. And so I really liked our uh conversation on um persecution in the church. I thought that was really informative. I thought that was really interesting. One of the few times where I feel like on the air you can kind of hear me changing my mind slowly uh by the end of it you know i feel like we get uh, a little bit more on the same page and i thought that was a really fun journey to to kind of go on um and definitely i definitely think you guys should check it out uh if you can uh, persecution believe well i'm trying to look it up the, the exact title of it revive conversations does persecution always grow the church is what uh is what that episode was titled. A fascinating discussion and I also really dug our St. Nick even though I was sick <laughs> as a dog. I actually wasn't really sick at that point, but I had no voice and I sounded awful and I didn't really talk as to try to not distract the because I know each time I open up my mouth the listeners going, "Oh my goodness, what, what why does Jill sound so awful?" It's true. But we I even uh, had
1: comments on Facebook like, "Hope you get better." That's yeah. <laughs>
2: uh but uh really fascinating i wish i wasn't sick so much because i had more questions to ask that i didn't but um super interesting if you i mean i guess the 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 holiday season has is on our backside now but um if you ever i imagine to, any
1: good revive studios listener will come around every single year be and curious about nick who who the man of so saint nick
2: answers. actually was yeah what all right got, so my
1: number two is is a, is also a tie um it, it seemed wrong to not mention either of these episodes and they this is definitely where i'm cheating too so i know what my number one is and i don't know how to f- get both these guys in here so dietrich bonhoeffer's sermon on forgiveness mm. i really really loved it i understand why chips put it as number one um it's a live sermon which was really cool and it just i loved it It was a great sermon and yeah i i, I could not not mention that here this year it was the first sermon we put out in 2021 but it was definitely wonderful. If you've never listened to it, listen to it. Some people have opinions on Dietrich Bonhoeffer. You know, I understand, but listen to that sermon, and I I promise you, you will go, wow, that's an incredible sermon. And then the other one, uh, this one is both extremely good and extremely unique, and it's Sansom Occam's The Execution Mm. of Moses Paul. I love the... The build-up, the backstory, the whole setting of this guy preaching this at someone's execution, and the sermon itself, just very raw, very passionate, very authentic. Uh, a wonderful episode. We are blessed to make both of those. Yeah, All right, that right? One's Definitely make sure you listen to them.
2: Relatively recent, November 11th, was uh, with Samus Ock- Ockham. Definitely worth checking out and looking up uh, on your on your feed here.
3: All right, unlike these two here, I did not cheat the system. My five <laughs> are my five. Uh, so my penultimate is Darlene Rose. The episode title is Never Forsaken. And I, this one, like, I mean, it's, I love them all, but this one has a special place in my heart because it was the first missionary biography that I ever like listened to on tape. I listened to her um, give her uh, kind of, not an interview, what do they call those things, speeches? What is the word I'm looking for here?
2: Like a testimony?
3: I don't know. She gave, yeah, yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. She gave <laughs> a testimony, her life story, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and it was it was really really cool. I listened to it over and over and over again. Um, so obviously that is um, that is really really special. She was a missionary to Papua New Guinea um, right before the the breakout of World War II, uh, became a POW um, under Japanese in a Japanese internment camp. Uh, and she has just a really, uh, really, really cool story. So that is my number two, Darlene Rose.
1: All right. So jumping in here with some more. Again, we asked for comments, and we, here's a couple we're choosing from uh, r- from Facebook. This is going to be one for Revive Thoughts and one for Martyrs and Missionaries. Uh, ben Mullet said his favorite episode was Bonhoeffer on forgiveness. So, again, there's many people. You've heard multiple people mentioning mm-hmm. that one. So if you're a listener and you're wondering, hey, what episode do I need to check out? Maybe you've heard it there, but we need to check it out over there. And then for Martyrs and Missionaries, we had Cindy Mock. She sent in the link for the Amy Carmichael uh, episode, which is a fantastic episode.
3: It is. It is actually quite good.
1: Yeah. So if you have not listened to that one, those are great. So we enjoyed reading your comments, hearing the kind of episodes you all enjoy. And sometimes you surprise us. You know, I was not expecting to see the John Newton on someone's list, for example. And yet there it is. So the episodes that we sometimes think are our number ones, are not always the ones that everyone else is going to think as well. So that's always kind of fun. Uh, and speaking of number one, Joel, uh, yes, what was so. your number one episode for <sighs> 2021?
2: speaking of all this bonhoeffer out in the out in the atmosphere that's going to take the number one slot for for me and it's it's actually <laughs> handy for the listener too because we just re-ran that as a, as a our, our christmas episode while troy and i were out so it's literally just the previous episode in this feed if you haven't listened to it already listen to it it's, it's a good one
1: it, it really is and, and it came up on several different lists so if you are listening you can tell that is a, a well-loved one there's just something about it. And his, his understanding of forgiveness, I think, is what we all kind of... You haven't listened to it. Just go listen to it. There's no other way to describe it. I can't put into words what Bonhoeffer did. Uh, now, my number one, I did cheat. I said I didn't tie. And I kind of did. I kind of didn't. So I took... Because my number one slot, and I, this is actually surprising to me because he actually has never made my number one slot before. We've done multiple episodes on him. But Charles Spurgeon is my guy of the year.
2: I knew it was going to be Spurge. But the
1: sermon and the episode are actually not, I don't, they don't match. So he has two, we did two episodes on him this year, the lecture on Little Faith, and we also did the Good Samaritan. Oh, both of them are fantastic, I'm ba- and they're so good. But I love the backstory from the lecture on Little Faith, because at that point, we'd done six episodes. I thought we'd covered, like, everything there was to cover about Spurgeon. we'd covered depression, we'd covered his family, his ministry, everything. And yet that downgrade controversy that we went through on the lecture for Little Faith, oh my goodness, I learned so much. And we've had so many people write in or message and say, like, I needed to hear that. I appreciate hearing that so much. So if you haven't listened to that backstory, it was really good. And the sermon with it was also fantastic. But the sermon of the year for me was from him. And that was his sermon, The Good Samaritan, which I got to listen to live as a gentleman recorded it. He was uh, over the Spurgeon Center at the Midwestern. Uh, seminary, and he was reading it to me, and I was listening to it. It is such a good sermon, uh, the Good Samaritan. So you combine those two episodes, and I think you have the best—the best one <laughs> of the Revive Thoughts catalog—is Charles Spurgeon for the year.
2: All right, Elise. Uh, so the Prince uh, wrap of Teachers
1: finally wins. So yeah, the yeah. Elise, let's hear it. The number Prince one for listeners.
3: Okay. All right. So my number one, and if you are a devout listener to the show, this is going to come as like no shock at all. Uh, it would be Gladys Aylward is my number one. And we have once again, like John G. Payton, there are three episodes. And so you are... do
1: have more than one episode.
3: <sighs> <laughs> I hoped you wouldn't notice that, okay?
1: Uh, I heard you earlier trying yeah. to be like, I don't tie, but anyways a three set series. No, no, here's the
3: thing. To. Mine are just so good. They have to come in three parts. So okay. <laughs> like Lord
1: of the Rings. Right? Exactly. That's
3: right. A perfect trilogy. All right. So the first one here is called uh, One of God's Great Miracles. And actually, oh, they're all called the same thing. So it's one of God's great <laughs> miracles. Part one, two, and three. Um, and I really enjoyed everything about her story. I enjoyed reading it. I enjoyed like just everything about it is, is phenomenal. Um, I mean, I'm sure that a lot of people have like you know watched the movie with I think isn't it Irene Dunn, I believe. Um, anyway, and, and that's that's good. That's fine. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock that. But the the book is is fantastic and so I go through the book and kind of like read it you know read it along and then I kind of summarize you know what I've read uh and it's just her story is just so 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 cool as she arrives in she's trying to get to China right during the first I think it's called the um what you call it the first Sino-Japanese war in like 1905 uh and that in and of itself is just an incredible story about a really really terrible train trip um that just goes keeps going south um, and then, you know, just kind of, kind of, she gets into China after that. And then there's, you know, all the, all the stuff that happens there with the foot binding and the war and the, just all sorts of crazy stuff. So Gladys Aylward is my number one. All
1: awesome. right. So you heard it. And honestly, I listen to Mars Missionaries too. I, I mean, she puts the episodes together and the has me proof. listening to them. Uh, so many good ones. I don't know how you pick a top five. And you, I mean, for example, one that she didn't mention, Mary Slessor, just fantastic. So you may listen to our list if you are a listener, you love Revive Studios or you've been listening to our episodes, you may not agree with our list. You can feel free to leave us some comments or tell us our messages. We obviously all love hearing messages from you all. It is extremely encouraging when we receive them from you, so we're very grateful. This has been a banner year. We are grateful to God because we know that we could not have had such an amazing year uh, without Him blessing us. We couldn't. There's no way Elise and I could have moved to Cambodia and kept the studio going without uh, God just being with us. So we're very grateful for how this year went, 2021 has been awesome and we are really looking forward to 2022. And I am looking forward to doing this again next year and seeing, I'm, I'm surprised, Joel, we didn't cross over at all this time, which was kind of fun. Um, yeah. And it's been fun having Elise on here to show us her top five too. And from reading the comments and seeing the different people's episodes, It's just been a great year. I feel really good, as you can tell. So, yeah, this has been fun.
3: (laughs) It's true. He's been talking nonstop for a week about, like, yeah, this is so exciting. Look at how much we're growing. Look at how, you know, all this stuff. So, it's, it's. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's all I hear. Um, Anyway, I wanted to give... her. (laughs) (laughs) Every day. Okay. Um, Anyway, one thing I wanted to talk about really quick before we sign off, and I kind of wanted to create a little bit of hype going into 2022, because we're kind of, you know, closing things down you're maybe feeling like you know you're ready for 2022 you're kind of done with 2021 so the first episode back and i think this will be maybe a two-parter or so is going to be about the cambodian genocide i actually was in the school library here and on and i found this book called with christ in the killing fields and it's about a korean guy who was not a believer when he came to cambodia he came to actually train soldiers in martial arts, the, the national soldiers against the Kumai Rouge. And he became a believer, and then he starts an orphanage, and all these things happen. So I'm really excited about that, um, and I just wanted to, to plug that to get you excited for 2022.
1: Well, and we at Thoughts have some sermons <laughs> also to plug, um, but I can't remember which ones they are, but we're recording them in two days. So I can't give away what we're doing next, but it's going to be really, really good too. So make sure you guys are staying close to what we're doing and are excited for this new year because there's a lot coming. Joel, any
2: final words? no yeah thank you listeners for being uh, a part of revive thoughts over this past year and we're excited to see where 2022 uh takes uh takes us in the studio and the content so thanks a lot absolutely <laughs>